Hello, Screeders. I have an episode here in store for you that's, uh, it was definitely my intention to do a journaling daily. It didn't work out that way. It kind of reminds me of just an old screed in many ways because I'm just kind of talking about what comes throughout the week. But it's nice to do it at the time because it's maybe fresh, fresh in your mind. It's a pretty good example of how fast my moods can change in the words coming up. It's a, it's a good example for sure of what it's like uh, maybe being around someone who's bipolar. Things are so fantastic and then they're so terrible thought I was over that. It's interesting to hear my own words and then try to do an introduction for it. Yeah, I don't know. What I do know is today is Tuesday, March 9th, 2021. I am Jason Hobbs and this is Random Screed. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van. Don't turn off that sat nap man. Random screed, random screed. Don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Alright, it's Tuesday morning. And I can't help but think again about how refreshing, new, beautiful unbelievable the world feels when you're coming out of whatever place your mind has put you. I have trouble calling it a depression this time because it it didn't feel as bad, which is good. Maybe this is what normal people feel when they're having a downturn or feeling overwhelmed. Maybe I'm a normal person and I just didn't know how that felt to have a bad week or a bad time but uh, yeah it feels good I do have an addiction though a new addiction I think I have one of those addictive personalities because I do tend to find something and then I can't seem to get enough of it and right now that addiction is certainly Valheim For me, it's almost a perfect mix of a roguelike survival game. It's not too complex, but it's also deep enough to keep my interest. I don't know how many hours I'm in. I know I did like eight hours the first day, and then I did quite a few the next... I've got to have 20 hours in three or four days, which can't be healthy. (laughs) And I stayed up till after midnight last night playing it. Uh, What, what, like I say, it has some depth, which I like. More depth than like Scum or those other games that I've tried to play in the past. I haven't played it with anyone else yet. I think I mentioned this yesterday where I wonder how much it will be good or bad. 
I don't even know like how good I am at the game compared to other people. Probably not very. I've only really talked to one person about the game so far. We're trying to get together and play. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Because there's three modes, solo, co-op, and versus. But I think the versus is limited to a certain number of people. And then I don't really know if you still do the main storyline. Which, as far as I can tell, is basically a hero that's been brought to this place where Odin sent the worst of the worst. The worst of the worst? The worst of the worst. And then he broke the limbs of, or the roots of Yggdrasil to strand people there. And then the warriors taken by the Valkyries are sent there to do something to kill them. I I don't really know it. It's a little bit of a plot hole maybe, but maybe I just don't know yet because I've only done the first one so far. Mostly I've just been building up the crafting capabilities which enhances my own stuff and then I'm on my third character. You don't have to start characters over, but there's one item that I've only learned that I can make from the horns of the first cre- the first forsaken that you kill. And it's a special pick. And you need that pick to mine copper and tin, which is, you know, once you build a smelt and a forge and I think that allows you to build better weapons than the flint axe, which is the best weapon I've had so far. Or some might say the flint spear is better, but I've just found that it uses way too much endurance to use the spear. But that might have... I didn't... I've never used it as often. So your character doesn't get any better at anything but skills. And those he gains through use. Like you get better at wood chopping or running or jumping or bowing or sneaking. I didn't even know you could sneak until recently. That's been a a great enhancement. (laughs) Um, But I should be playing it online, but I'm not. So anyhow, my first character, I made a raft and was trying to get out to this small island. And... uh, I didn't realize that swimming takes lowers your endurance, and then when your endurance keeps getting hit, you uh, die. And so, in uh, the stuff that you have, it creates a tombstone in the world. And but that stuff was out in the middle of this water next to my raft because my raft got pushed, and then I was going to jump on the raft, but I couldn't get on the raft after I'd fallen in. I didn't know how. So. I lost that pick out in the middle of some water in that game. All right. Learned. Don't do that again. So then started over. And then that character... I've like I've been to almost the same place three times where you can start to get the better leather headgear. The only thing that I haven't finished is the third stage of your workbench. And I've gotten pretty much the best equipment up to that point which is like a leather cape, leather helmet, leather tunic, leather pants. But 
the second character died when he happened upon a group of skeletons and gray dwarves. I didn't realize a whole pack of them, and I just wasn't prepared. The action economy is pretty interesting in the game. One creature I can do a pretty good job against, but when you run into a bunch of them, and they like to always try and flank you and get around behind you, I, I should be. I don't use my the dodge and roll as well as I should probably. Maybe I would be better at that. That's something to add to the repertoire, I guess. But I've seen a troll so far, which looked to be about twice the height of a man. Maybe two and a half times the size of a man. I haven't killed one, but my the other guy that I have been playing, talking to about the game. I don't usually watch videos or anything, and it has a kind of a bit of Dark Souls in it, where it doesn't, you know, have a really deep tutorial. Just Hoonan, one of the Odin's Ravens, talks to you and gives you like a few one-liners. I haven't figured that out. And I think there's also a way that you can maybe tame the boars because they say untamed next to them. And I'm pretty sure you have to give them roots of some sort, uh, probably dandelions, but I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. So there's still some mysteries even at the low level. So anyway, my second effort, he died. And I didn't realize it, but if you die again trying to get... Because if you go there and get your corpse, you have, like, no skill loss and you get all your stuff back. Otherwise, you don't get it. I didn't realize that you can't die again or you lose all your stuff. So, yeah, that happened. And so once I lose the stuff, I think I lost it because I couldn't find it again. The, the tombstone marker is gone. And so then I lost that pick again. So now I'm on my third character. And I kind of made his home base too big. I was trying to... Because you're building your own structures as well. So you're picking up wood and stone and flint. and It's a, it's a pretty... Like I say, it's a pretty deep game that has an interesting story. I, I'd be curious to see what you could do with other people. There's money as well. So I'm trying to figure out who you would eventually spend the money with. I don't know. Maybe uh, there's like a civilization in the setting somewhere that I haven't found yet. Like I say, I don't know. And I'm 20 hours in. So for me, that depth of play is pretty good. And I, I think the game cost me $20. So kind of feels like a no-brainer as far as that goes. So, yeah. That's where that's at, y'all. Anyhow, talk to you soon. All right, so now it is Thursday evening. I'm wrapping up my work day. Wednesday, we successfully, well, I guess I should say Tuesday, we did not get to play. I had to work late. I was exhausted. Elliot was not available and we just didn't play White Sands, which I'm really disappointed by because I'm a big fan of that campaign and that group and I wish that we get to play more often. As time has gone on, I have realized that 
I need to take less time running and playing games and put some of that time into work. If I put half as much time into work, I would probably make about six times more. Uh, and that seems like a really good ROI. Not a very fun one for the old screed, but uh, it is what it is, my friends, my screedars. Anyway, Tuesday night, no game, but I don't remember. I worked on, I think I got home. Oh, I didn't have to work. It was the vet. We had to take my cat to the vet, and our vet is like an hour and a half away, and it took effing forever. I didn't get home until 8.30, I think, and I pretty much went straight to bed. Wednesday, I was feeling pretty anxious about the Librem Society, but it was awesome. I love talking about Malazan, and Arlen is a perfect color guy in many ways to me. Uh, we did have some technical problems. I would really like to get those all sorted, because... It would just be nice to actually be able to do the show and just what we're saying it be the problem we have to deal with. Having to add technological issues and worried about audio and video and all that crap is just counterproductive for what I'm trying to do and create a quality, entertaining product to people that's engaging and is good for the listener and me the person putting it out because I really want to have this engagement with people and be able to talk about Malazan with others who might be just as interested as I am in it and have as many or more ideas about things to talk Malazan Book of the Fallen so the people who are there seem to be enjoying it but the bitrate drop was so bad at YouTube and Twitch that I could see how it would almost be impossible to follow what's going on so I hope it hasn't been too huge of a hit against possible um, you know spectators or audience goes but hopefully I'll get all the stuff situated and get the podcast out there so you guys who don't watch YouTube or Twitch can get the information and get involved so yeah, after that was the night below 100th session. I wasn't missing that because, well, it was the 100th session. Pretty hard to miss something like that, even though the funny thing is for the 100th session, Kevin talked about it. He didn't He didn't do anything special. He just did our regular thing, which happened to be a lot of us talking about the game and training and interacting with NPCs so 100 sessions of the Night Below campaign on the Dungeon Musers channel using 2nd edition Dungeons and Dragons tonight is Thursday Um, I have too much to do to prep for Kalmada on Friday we got a special session where they're going after this treasure of a treasure map that one of the characters has had for a very long time I'm curious to see. I hand-drew a map on a piece of legal pad paper. So we're talking nostalgia like crazy there. Uh, Wrote up a little bit of a journal that came along with this map that they found. And then we're going to see what we see 
Friday night, 7 p.m. Gotta cow gotta. All right, guys, it's now Tuesday morning, the following week, March 9th. The Kalmata game was okay. The players all said it was good. I felt like it was kind of flat. I was exhausted. It was another long day of work. And then I knew I had to work on Saturday as well. So, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of cool things. I did some interesting prep work, and we got to see some of the new faction slash cultures of Kalmata, the Axolotls, and the Rhinomians, which it uh, seems like some guys really got into meeting the rhinos. The picture that I found on the internet, though, it really made it look like they had shark eyes, so it was hard to maybe keep the rhino men as friendly. But they had a fortress that uh, the players were interested in seeing that could have possibly been something that Bulat, the adventuring merchant, might have ran into who they're trying to track this treasure down from a few hundred years ago. Maybe longer. There has been uh, mention of Rhodes, which was an island that disappeared centuries ago. So it's interesting stuff. I don't know how much they're picking up on. I don't know how much they're picking out on what I'm putting out, but it seems they really had a good time. Looking back, it was probably fine. It just felt kind of stale and just low-key. But they were super focused as players. So when that happens, it tends to maybe lessen some of the jocularity that may be going about the you know, room and you have less patience for the side stuff. Like there were multiple things that I put out there that they could have looked into more if they so desired. Like they spotted a uh, Argosan ship that was moored just on some small peninsula off of the island. Who knows what that was all about? They pressed on. They found uh, these rhino men. Oh, they also found some human Nordborn looking people that were chanting someone's specific name, which was pretty weird. They didn't investigate that. They just kind of floated on by down the river, or up the river, I guess, which was really kind of interesting. It, it's some cool imagery. So if you guys are interested in seeing what they got into, check that out. We're doing part two on Friday. I have some things to work on. They have realized that they're, according to the map, probably close to Zadabad. So Zadabad may once again be opened, and I may have to speed up that search or that work that I'm going to do on opening Zadabad as a, a safe zone or a starting place in the Kalmata game. That would be quite the uh, achievement and I mean it has been done once before and then I kind of killed it and, Zada, and uh, Kalmata in general kind of fell to the wayside but 
anyway, that should be really interesting. I have tonight and Thursday to work on it. So I was going to run White Sands tonight, but I could definitely use more prep for Calvada on Friday. And it sounds like Elliot is going to run something else in our Tuesday nights group. So White Sands is on hold once again. These are the days of high adventure. All right. So I also had my Chronicle of the Cursed Axe game on Sunday morning, 8 a.m., Hobbs Standard Time, Central that is. But uh, the last session had ended with a cliffhanger as Lord Isden was stepping out of a tomb apparently to acknowledge and meet the player characters. That was a interesting battle. And what's I had mentioned this before that I thought John Polak in Mr. Means game he was often underestimating the characters and then he felt uncomfortable with how easy they may have been dealing with their issue with you know with the challenges that he was putting miles. out use the second from the right lane to take the i-290 illinois 53 exit toward chicago west suburbs and when you do that now you're changing you're changing the way that the players understand the game and it feels like it feels adversarial. I mean, I know you're trying to, as a GM, make a fight have a certain feeling. But when you break the rules to do that, you're kind of breaking that trust with the players. And I think then that creates a situation with them that is uncomfortable. It breaks uh, immersion. And it makes maybe players not want to play in that game anymore. So it's just kind of an interesting interesting dynamic. Uh, we did lose one of the players. Uh, Weebs had to leave for personal reasons. So I'm interested to see what happens with just three players again. In half Aaron. a mile, use the second from the right lane to take the I-290 Illinois 53 exit towards Chicago, west suburbs. Mm -hmm. Hawk, Aaron, and uh, Sean P. Kelly. So, we'll see, I guess, my man. We will see. I have to tell you that I've been kind of a mess the last few days. I was really bad yesterday morning. I think, I think I like the income and the opportunity for work that comes from working a half day on Saturday. But I also have to admit that I just feel completely drained on, on Monday even after. Well, on Sunday, Haley came to visit and I really wanted to see her. We haven't seen her in a, quite a few months, it seems like. But it was nice to see her and hang out. But... I wasn't, I wasn't who I wanted to be, I felt. I think I was good for a while, but then something happened uh, with my wife that 
it was there was no argument there wasn't anything it was just a moment of recoiling that really it really drives home what our situation is where sometimes maybe I forget about it and sometimes I deal with it better than other times and I never said anything because I mean I don't I don't really know what else there is to be said I felt I felt lucky to have a couple people to talk to yesterday so I will extend that opportunity out to anyone else if even if I know nothing about your situation at the time I'm more than willing to listen to it and chat it up with you on discord or messenger or a phone call or whatever so sometimes when I feel like I'm at my worst that's probably when I try to send my most inspiring messages out to the Twitters today I feel better I'm kind of trying to figure out maybe where I lost my routine and maybe what why I got sent on this huge roller coaster lately it probably has to do with the weather because we have a usually warm weather shifting from unusually cold to unusually warm back and forth and I think I think the Canadians call it a nuckchuck but that also might be the growing dude on Super Friends I don't know <laughs> I guess I just wanted to say that I think it may be due to a sleep schedule issue what happens is is when you're kind of I don't even know if it's mania or if it's just feeling good or what but sleep is sleep is sleep is just not necessary in many ways I always try to force myself to get five or six hours but then when you're not manic anymore or you fall into more of a depressive state or you maybe cut that back to three or four hours or even worse once or twice then I think that slows all, all your rhythms not slows but jars them and shifts them and that sleep rhythm being changed changes your mood rhythm and even maybe you know your clarity your mental clarity or acuity uh, or whatever so just survive that when that happens I think you just have to recognize what happened try to go to school you know take a lesson from it and and I have to admit I'll interject it for a moment it's okay to make the mistake more than once I know that it's depressing and it's disappointing um, but you can't allow that to give you resistance to stop doing your routines or stop trying to get better because that's all it is trying to do is your mind trying to put you back in your place because your mind thinks you don't deserve something better or whatever and that's just not true you do deserve something better and you should try to stick to your routines and when you get off them you don't give up you don't just say ah fuck it then I'm it doesn't matter and I've done this many 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 times in my life and that's the things that have caused me the most problems I'm not going to say the things that in some ways it is because I always said I never wanted to have regrets and regret never did anything for anyone nor did guilt that's another way of me saying that I'm affected by those things and if you cannot be affected by them and actually turn that energy into something else you're going to be better off because spending energy on regret and guilt is dead energy 
just my opinion. So yeah, I've been kind of all over the place. Uh, I sometimes, I, I often wonder if as much as I would like to keep our relationship going by staying in the house, I'm harming myself. It is the disappointments and the constant reminders just I don't know if they're good for me and you know like things that don't even have anything to do with me at all you know I'm putting Heidi under a microscope and then that never works that's never gonna get anyone better because you're gonna react and you're gonna be annoying and you're gonna be needy and all these things that are extremely unattractive and not just physically but mentally as well because you know, it's another way of smothering someone, right? Nobody wants that. I don't want it. I don't want to do it. I don't know, guys. That's one of the problems that I fall into is my thought process gets me to a certain place. And then that's all the farther it can get me. And so then I don't I don't know what the next step is. And I think that affects me negatively. I think that limbo place or that... I, I get lost in it. All right, I got one more thing I want to talk about, and then we'll wrap this up. 